Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Our tie at five as we go to the bottom of the 11th. Here's Aaron Boone. Nicks down three. Should the Bulls foul? No. Be careful trying to play it a second time. Can't do it. Here's All right. Welcome. Uh, we're calling this a, uh, a bonus uh, bonus episode, kind of. Uh, we're usually once a week, but uh, draft draft night was yesterday. And, um, I mean, we had a lot to say. We found a lot of things to talk about. And, obviously, the Giants were a major part of that draft. And uh, so we're going to share some of our reactions from last night. And maybe at the end we'll, we'll do a little uh, predictions for uh, tonight. Um, so first off, um, we have to do the sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Garden Catering, the best damn nuggets in town. All right. So that, now that that's over with, uh, on the diesel, that's Bobby. Um, so started off the New York Giants select Andrew Thomas. I went live on Twitter yesterday, um, and I didn't have the greatest reaction to this pick. And I have to be honest, I, I was ignorant to who um, Andrew Thomas was. I I've, I've never heard of him. So um, I, I had to get settled down. And, and, and I think the, the main thing that, that bothered me is that they only showed the fact that he was a drummer. And they didn't show any highlights. So I thought they just picked a random guy who, whose main passion is – um, drumming and not, the drums. yeah, not and not playing football. So that that ticked me off a little bit. But then I sat down, and watched the film, and got other people's opinions. And uh, I saw a, a guy that is going to be a left tackle for years to come. I think it's a great pick, safe pick, and um, also made me realize uh, we got to get a lot more weight on you, Bobby. I mean, that guy was a monster, and you look nothing like that. Those guys are uh, a little bit heavier. Yeah, and I think I think in order for you to get to that place, we need to put you on my diet. I've been asking for it. Yeah, I need that weekend. I mean, you just gotta just eat, 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 and not exercise. <laughs> it's simple. <laughs> like, Bobby, I texted you. Uh, you texted me, and you said John's got a good one. Um, you're a left tackle. So, what do you see in Andrew Thomas that is is definitely um, positive for the Giants, something to look forward to. I think he's just, dude, he's huge. He's just a, just a big boy. Uh, he's got real good feet, and uh, he uh, went up against SEC competition all year. You know, so he's he had to go against top-ranked schools week in, week out. I think he was, um, you know, pretty firm against those guys. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think the the level of competition, the SEC, and the way he held his own on both sides of the ball, and also he played in monster games. He played the national championship. He played against played against Bama. He played against LSU. He played against all these great teams, and he was an All American. I think all three years, and he played the I think it was a freshman All American his first year, and then 
last year's All-American. But I think overall, great pick. Um, very happy about it. Um, New York got a little better. They got a little safer. Danny Dimes is safer in that pocket. More holes for Saquon. I mean, it's tough not to like the pick. You got anything else to say about Andrew Thomas? He seems like a nice guy. Seems like a nice guy. Right. <laughs> he's like a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> also, he got. Uh, I'm pretty sure he did really well against that kid from uh, LSU. Like, Jason. Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did really good against them. Played uh, very well against them. He's like yeah, so that's tossing always, around. Uh, Bob, and you, you notice a lot of things in the at the draft, and obviously it's not a it's not a normal draft year. We're not we're not seeing them come on stage. It's, it's all virtual. They let us see into their homes and. Uh, coaches, players, both of them, uh, GMs, everyone. Uh, we got to see um, what uh, things were like in their household, and we also got to learn a lot about them, and a lot of it was sad. Um, what's your takeaway from this year's draft? Any Anything you saw in particular? The playing into the booze, you know, how uh, Mr. Commissioner would, uh, like, he'd be like, oh, come on, a little more. You know what I mean? I thought that was a little bit odd. I I wasn't I just felt uncomfortable a little bit. And uh I also think that it's a power move by uh Cliff Kingsbury. Uh everyone else is like in there, you know, with their kids or like in their office, you know. He's just sitting on the couch of his gigantic house with the camera set up so you can see his huge mounted TV fireplace. And then uh, out on the patio, you see the pool and, like, the lush grass. Like, it just looked like he had just a beautiful home. Uh, I mean, just just posting up in your million-dollar house, just just chilling. That was the nicest house I've ever seen. It didn't even look like he had, like, binders on him or anything. Like, I'm pretty sure he was just, like, he had his feet up. He was just sitting there. Um, Interesting, because I felt like there was a lot of airtime that had to be filled because there's not the guys aren't walking to the stage you don't they're not getting up and hugging all their family members at the table you know what i mean like it's more of yeah you know it's just like a, you just peek into their living room through like a camera you know so i don't know if i just can't remember there being that many just really really you know sad stories um in years past but i don't know maybe that's just maybe i just haven't been paying attention but um definitely definitely added a level of like significance that they like you, you like guys really um you get to see like everything they went through how hard their road was to get to where they are and now it's cool to see them like reach you know some of their dreams and goals yeah it's definitely cool because obviously those things uh, affected them and then and that had a significant impact on on where they are and how they got there and um i think i think it's also true that it, they probably just needed a little filler um because of all that thing of all the things you just said and also, also the uh, the fun facts were what I think was even more of a filler. How they'd be like every 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 kid had like three or four little fun facts about him. Like uh, yeah, Jerry Judy got straight A's in twelfth uh, grade. You know, yeah. like just, I mean that's like, that is that that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah, or, and they, uh, they like explained how like he went up to a teacher after like a combine event, and he was like. I got a B plus on my report card, but I really got an A. And the teacher went back and changed it. And then I was right. like, then he got straight A's. And it's like, do I believe that Jerry Judy got straight A's his senior year of high school when he was already committed to an academic weapon of a school like Alabama? 
It's like, you think he got straight A's? I don't think so. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think so. I don't. I don't. Uh, at all. I don't know. He probably did. Who knows? I don't know. Also, I thought. I think it's just uh, common sense, though. It's like it's like if you're if you're already committed to it. Yeah, it's like the second semester senior. Like why second semester senior. It's like yeah. It's like why is there a why is there an urge to get A's? I mean, I guess that's just him. He's a perfectionist, and that's why he just got drafted. That's why. That's what's gotten him to where he is, Dan. Yeah, that's that's what separates you and him. Yeah, exactly. That's why he is getting millions of dollars for being a fantastic wide receiver, and I'm going to eventually get paid millions of dollars to be a podcaster. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, you have different drives, but no, same drive, different, uh, different passions. What else did you like? I um, did you, uh, the guy you played against the ACC championship, AJ Terrell. Uh, he yeah. had a he had a good fun fact. Yeah, yeah, but switching from business to sociology, so he could get in people's heads. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's what sociology is at all. I think that would be psychology. <laughs> it would be psychology. Too. Yeah, right. I don't think that's what that was. Yeah. It's like it's like how how I, I I remember watching it and I was like that's the wrong that's the wrong yeah I was like I don't, I've taken a couple of social classes and that's not <laughs> I don't think that's what that is but it's like what what in the <laughs> world were you thinking and it's like and now everyone knows that you switched from business to sociology because it was a lot easier for you to just play football at Clemson I think uh if, but if you could convince yourself that like taking that class would like Make, like you think you actually are in people's heads now because you took sociology classes like more power to you that's yeah good for you and that's why that's, you can have that's also why he's making millions of dollars yeah okay another thing i saw uh <laughs> detroit taking okuda uh and then the, not only is he a stud athlete but he's also a stud in the classroom with a 3.0 gpa don't get me wrong 3.0 is hard like Better than me. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's also better than me. But, like, I still wouldn't say that's, like, a stud athlete. I mean, uh, an academic weapon. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. I think an academic weapon is upwards of, like, a 3.5. Um, yeah. And even then, I think people with 3.5s would be like, no, I'm not an academic academic weapon. But I think in everyone's yeah. – I think in, in my, in my, uh, my view, it's – Three five and above, maybe even three four and above. I would consider someone an academic weapon. Yeah, I think three zero is easy just to maintain and 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 hold on to throughout all college, especially the classes yeah. that some people take. Um, but I don't know. I think I think it's absolutely hilarious how they said that he's an academic weapon. Because I wish, like, if I went into a job interview with a three zero, by no means are they saying this kid's an academic weapon. Right. We got to give him the job. Right. No. So that's, that's the way I, I determined how, who's an academic, academic weapon. Who's not? Yeah, that's a good point. I think one of the funniest things I've seen was uh, the, the other Georgia lineman getting drafted. It was a right tackle. And his girlfriend hugging him and, like, looking at the screen while hugging him. And then all you see is his mom or somebody in the background just ripped this poor girl off of him. And she was like resisting it too. And it was like probably one of the most embarrassing things if you're the girlfriend. And if you're the, if you're the, uh, if you're the guy, it's like, now I got to pick between my, my girl and my mom. And I, that's a situation that you never want to be in. 
Spells a big tackle in Isaiah Wilson from Georgia. Came from Brooklyn, Poly Pep, Prep Country Day. Even a little time to adapt to the heat and conditioning in the South, playing at Georgia, and now he'll be. But and I'm just being like, this is my house. This is like my son's day. Like, get out of the picture. Like, it also, it also seems like she, it. she was just like solely looking at the camera and like she knew where the camera was and she wasn't really giving him like that big of a hug and it was kind of just like, and like looking at the camera, and it's like this girl's there for the money. This girl's not there for, not there for him. It's simple. And, like, and you could see it. You could see it in her eyes, too. And it's like, that's not, it's not going to work out. And I think it, I honestly think they, they could have broken up immediately after that happened. And yeah, they might be broken up currently. Yeah, exactly. You never know. I would break up know. with her. You don't mess with my mama. No. No. No mama. mama. Well, I guess we'll do predictions for the second round and then we'll, we'll wrap up. Okay. Um, my prediction for the second round, um, Cowboys getting CeeDee Lamb and the Eagles getting that wide out from TCU. Um, Giants need defensive backs um, badly because, I mean, last year their defense was Swiss cheese. I mean, people, like the Buccaneers are putting up 30 on them. Um, like it wasn't good last year and certainly not going to be good now uh, with those two additions to already good offenses actually eagles sucked last year it's more, i'm more worried about the cowboys um but i mean they kind of need a defensive back and if, i think if xavier mckinney is still on the board the alabama uh safety you gotta you gotta pick mckinney uh just you your 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 d-backs need a lot of help and he's the he's the number one safety and i think that's i think that's the pick they go with at uh 36 what do you got for uh your 36 uh, I think I think they'll take some on defense, definitely. But I uh, fun little prediction. I don't think that we will see a quarterback drafted in the second round. I think you're right on that one. I think I you know what I think happens. What? Pats get Jake Fromm in the third. You think so? Yeah. Wild. I think Pats go for Jake Fromm in the third. It's like why not? They, I, I, I would love to see uh, something to talk about is that Bristol Sports seems to be stealing our our bit of deserving better. Um, we got a a tweet coming in last night uh, during the draft saying that they said that Joe Burrow deserves better. They tweeted the picture of the Bengals head coach Zach Taylor in his office, a nice office. And it had no, wasn't even a good tweet because I mean, Joe Burrow is getting a very adequate man. And this is, I guess I'll just put it on the, uh, put, it on, put it in the edit, but I mean, they stole the deserves better part. And obviously like deserves better is a very common thing, but I think people at Barstool are getting, that common. Yeah. I think, I think, I think Barstool is, is kind of catching on and watching the pod a little bit. And then today, um, a blogger wrote an article, and the blog was the blog was titled "Aaron Rodgers deserves, deserves better. better," and it's like, no, New York sports deserves better. Right. One of those things. It's like I think we're getting ripped off, but there's no way to prove it, and we're too small to do anything. So we might as well take all the publicity we can get. Stay down till we come up, Dan. 
exactly. We'll we'll have we'll have a we'll try and get a someone on from Barstool in the, in the next couple of weeks, and we'll we'll ask them about the question of if they're trying to steal our bit. Um, and I, I we do have someone lined up um, from Barstool. Um, I don't want to say anything yet, just in case that falls through. But um, I don't want to say anything either. But their name rhymes with Lig. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah. So that Bob and Bob's second round prediction was no quarterbacks taken. Do you have any prediction for who the Giants will take? Uh, yeah, they'll take someone from that's like really good. Okay. all right we're gonna wrap up there um as always we love you new york and um new york sports deserve better I'm in a new